Welcome to Zichru Daf Siman. I'm Rabbi Ram Goldar, and today we're Zichru's Kedushin Daf Nun Alf. The second parak is Mekadesh. The Zichru Mesechus Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Torah. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the previous Daf introduced Rabbah's principle: Koshi in Bezel Chazel, whatever cannot take effect one after the other, Afil Babas Achaz Eno, even when done simultaneously, it cannot take effect. This is a challenge from a brisa, Hamar Baba one who exceeds the requisite 10% for Meiser, meaning he designated 20% as Meiser. Perosa Musukanim, his remaining produce became fit for consumption, Meiser's Mukukalim, but his Meiser is ruined. Since only 10% becomes Meiser, and the additional 10% was removed from the remaining produce for which Meiser was taken, it remains Tevel. The total amount remains an indeterminate mixture of Meiser and Tevel. Now, since after designating 10% as Meiser, designating another 10% would be ineffective, then taking 20% at once should also be ineffective. The Gemara answers that Meiser is unique, because it's effective for halves of produce, meaning one can declare half a grain Meiser. Thus, half of each kernel of 20% of his grain becomes Meiser. Robert is further challenged from his own statement about Meiser of animals, which cannot take effect by halves, in which he said that if he declared the 10th and 11th animals 10th simultaneously, the 10th and 11th are intermingled and both are hectic. The Gemara answers that Meister Behem is also unique, because it's effective consecutively in error, meaning if he declared the 11th animal 10th, it also becomes hectic. Point number two, the Gemara says, Kedushin which is not given to a possibility of permitted relations, such as giving a pruta to one of two sisters and saying, one of you should be married to me, where he cannot have relations with either since she may be his wife's sister. Abai said the Kedushin is valid and Rava said it is not valid. Rava quoted support from a Pasuk, when a man shall take a wife and have relations with her, implying that Kedushin takes effect only when it will allow relations thereafter. The Gemara poses numerous challenges to Rubba's position and deflects them, and on the next duff, ultimately refutes Rubba's opinion from Abraisa. This is a rare instance of the halakha falling Abaya over Rubba, and it's the kuf in the Yalkagam list of such instances. And point with you, Rubba's challenge from a mission which states, Amikadish is bitostam, one who marries off his daughter without specifying which, Enabogros Bakal, the adult daughters are not included in the group of possibly married daughters. This implies that his minor daughters are married out of doubt, though it remains unknown which one, even though relations are not permitted with any. The Gemara explains that he only has a single adult daughter and a single minor daughter. Although this ruling seems obvious, the Gemara explains the cases where the adult daughter appointed her father as a shaliach to accept Kedushin for her. Still, we assume the father accepted the condition for his minor daughter, because a person will not abandon something from which he'll have benefit, meaning the condition money of his minor daughter, and accept condition for his adult daughter instead. The Gemara goes further and adds that even if his adult daughter offered him to keep her condition money, we still assume he accepted the condition for his minor daughter, because a person will not abandon a mitzvah which is incumbent upon him, meaning marrying off his minor daughter, and instead perform a mitzvah which is not incumbent upon him specifically. So once again, the three points are number one. The previous stuff introduced Rabbah's principle. Koshe in whatever cannot take effect one after the other. Even when done simultaneously, it cannot take effect. This is a challenge from a brisa. Hamar Baba one who exceeds the requisite 10% for Meiser, meaning he designated 20% as Meiser. Perosa Musukanim, his remaining produce became fit for consumption, Meiser's Mukukalim, but his Meiser is ruined. Since only 10% becomes Meiser, and the additional 10% was removed from the remaining produce for which Meiser was taken, it remains Tevel. The total amount remains an indeterminate mixture of Meiser and Tevel. 
Now, since after designating 10% as Meiser, designating another 10% would be ineffective, then taking 20% at once should also be ineffective. The Gemara answers that Meiser is unique, because it's effective for halves of produce, meaning one can declare half a grain Meiser. Thus, half of each kernel of 20% of his grain becomes Meiser. Robert is further challenged from his own statement about Meiser of animals, which cannot take effect by halves, in which he said that if he declared the 10th and 11th animals 10th simultaneously, the 10th and 11th are intermingled and both are hectish. The Gemara answers that Meiser behemoth is also unique, because it's effective consecutively in error, meaning if he declared the 11th animal 10th, it also becomes hectish. Point number two, the Gemara says, Kedushin she'in misunu labia, Kedushin which is not given to a possibility of permitted relations, such as giving a pruta to one of two sisters and saying, one of you should be married to me, where he cannot have relations with either since she may be his wife's sister. Abai said the Kedushin is valid and Rava said it is not valid. Rava quoted support from a Pasuk, Ki yikach ish isha uva'ala, when a man shall take a wife and have relations with her, implying that Kedushin takes effect only when it will allow relations thereafter. The Gemara poses numerous challenges to Rav's position and deflects them, and on the next duff, ultimately refutes Rav's opinion from Abraisa. This is a rare instance of the halakha falling Abaya over Rav, and it's the kuf in the Yalkagam list of such instances. And point with you, Rav is challenged from a mission which states, a Mekadosh's bitostam, one who marries off his daughter without specifying which, in a bogus book called, the adult daughters are not included in the group of possibly married daughters. This implies that his minor daughters are married out of doubt, though it remains unknown which one, even though relations are not permitted with any. The Gemara explains that he only has a single adult daughter and a single minor daughter. Although this ruling seems obvious, the Gemara explains the cases where the adult daughter appointed her father as a shaliach to accept Kedushan for her. Still, we assume the father accepted condition for his minor daughter, because a person will not abandon something from which he'll have benefit, meaning the condition money of his minor daughter, and accept condition for his adult daughter instead. The Gemara goes further and adds that even if his adult daughter offered him to keep her condition money, we still assume he accepted condition for his minor daughter, because a person will not abandon a mitzvah which is incumbent upon him, meaning marrying off his minor daughter, and instead perform a mitzvah which is not incumbent upon him specifically. All right, so now we go to Simon Duff Nanoff, and our standard Simon relates to gnawing, and which animal gnaws? It's a beaver, a beaver gnaws. So we use beaver as the simon. So here goes. The strange man in the diamond-studded beaver pelt hat, who declared half of each kernel miser in 20% of his grain, was so delighted when he got the news by the beaver dam that his condition to one of two sisters was valid, that he accepted condition for one of his two daughters, intending his younger one because he did not want to abandon the condition money, nor the mitzvah. Once again, slow motion. The strange man in the diamond-studded beaver pelt hat, beaver pelt hat, that must be one duff. No, 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 beavers, no. The strange man in the diamond-studded beaver pelt hat, who declared half of each kernel miser in 20% of his grain, which reminds us that one of the exceptions to the rule of is miser, since one can declare half of each grain miser. So the strange man in the diamond-studded beaver pelt hat, who declared half of each kernel miser in 20% of his grain, was so delighted when he got the news by the beaver dam that his kedushin to one of two sisters was valid, which reminds us that we hold like a bai that kedushin she'in musun labia, such as marrying one of two sisters, the kedushin is valid. So the strange man in the diamond-studded beaver pelt hat, who declared half of each kernel miser in 20% of his grain, was so delighted when he got the news by the beaver dam that his kedushin to one of two sisters was valid, that he accepted condition for one of his two daughters, intending his younger one because he did not want to abandon the condition money, 
nor the mitzvah, which reminds us, if one married off one of his two daughters, we assume that it's the minor donor, not the adult daughter, since a person will not abandon something from which he'll benefit, such as the Kedushan money, nor a mitzvah, which is incumbent upon him. So once again, the strange man in the diamond set of beaver pelt hat, who declared half of each Colonel Meiser in 20% of his grain, was so delighted when he got the news by the beaver dam that his caducian to one of his two sisters was valid, that he accepted caducian for one of his two daughters, intending his younger one, because he did not want to abandon the caducian money, nor the mitzvah. All right, so now it's time for Four Blah Chazar, Daf Mem Zayn. So the Simon Daf Mem Zayn is a maze. So here goes. The young woman who ran into the diamond studded maze, maze, that must have worn Daf. Mem Zion. The young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was makadosh for the mana and only had 99 dinarim, which reminds us, Rav Huna explained to Brisa is discussing one who says, be married to me with a mana, 100 dinarim, and the coins were found to be missing one dinar. The Tanakhama holds it's embarrassing for the woman to demand the final dinar from him, and she's not confident she'll receive it, so her agreement to Kedushin is deficient. The other Tana maintains she's not embarrassed to demand it. Regarding a sale, however, all agree that the seller is comfortable demanding his full payment. So, the young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was makadosh with Amana and only had 99 dinarim, passed a desperate borrower looking for his loan money he lost there before any of it had been spent, which reminds the more brings the malchokas of an unspent loan belongs to the lender or borrower. Ruff taught that loan money belongs to the borrower, that is only after he begins to spend it. Before any of it was spent, however, the lender retains ownership of the money such that he can track the loan and demand it back. Similarly, if the money is lost or stolen, the lender would suffer the loss. Rabba disputed this last point and said that even if the money belongs to the lender, the borrower is still responsible for any loss, just as someone who borrows an item to use in return is responsible for all mishaps. So the young woman who ran into the diamond-studded maze when she was embarrassed to ask for the missing dinar from the man who was Makadashir with a mana and only had 99 dinarim, passed a desperate borrower looking for his loan money he lost there before any of it had been spent, and was approached by the man's lender who wanted to be Makadashir with the Shtar Chov, which reminds us, it was taught in Bryson that one who is Makadosh with the Shtar Chov, a document of debt, Rebmer says it's effective, and the Chomim say it's not. The Gemara initially suggests it's the Shtar of her debt, and they argue about Kedushin made through forgiving her loan. The Gemara then says that the Shtar is for someone else's debt, and he's marrying her by enabling her to collect that debt. Four explanations are given for the Machokas. Daf Memches. So the Simran Daf Memches is a Brainiac. So here goes. Now Brainiac, Brainiac, that must mean Daf Memchas, the brainiac craftsman who initially didn't know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and she'll become the Kudeshus to him, which reminds us that Brysa discusses a woman who handed gold to a craftsman and said, make for me bracelets, earrings, or rings with this, and in return I'll become married to you. Rabbi Mir says, Rabbi Mir says she is married as soon as he makes them and gives them to her. But the Chambisei, as the Gemara explains, that she is only married if he gives her other money, but this jewelry would not affect Kedushin. So the brainiac craftsman, who initially did not know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and should become Mikudeshus to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid. Which reminds us, the final interpretation of the Malchokas is a case where the jeweler added a gemstone of his own to the jewelry he was fashioning. This is likened to another Malchokas when one gives both a loan and a pruta for Kedushin. Is the woman's mind on the loan, not the pruta, so the Kedushin is invalid, or is her mind on the pruta, so the Kedushin is valid? So the brainiac craftsman who initially did not know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and she'll become Mikudesh's to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid, recalling how his last Kedushin flopped horribly when he was Mikudesh a woman with wine and it turned out 
to be honey, which reminds me, the next Mishnah says, the one who says, be married to me with this cup of wine, and it was later found it to be honey, not wine, or the reverse. Or he offered her a gold dinner and it was discovered to be silver, or the reverse, or he married her on condition, he's wealthy and he turned out to be poor, or the reverse, the condition is invalid. Rabbi Shimon says, if he misled her to her benefit, she is married. So once again, that brainiac craftsman who initially did not know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and she'll become Mikudesh's to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid, recalling how his last Kedushin flopped horribly when he was Mikudesh a woman with wine, and it turned out to be honey. Daf Memtes, so the Simmer Daf Memtes relates to meat, and we use a butcher. So here goes. When the butcher butchered, that must be on Daf Memtes, meat. When the butcher realized that downplaying his yichus didn't work, when he was Makadish a woman on condition he was a levi, when in fact he was a Kohen, which reminds us, Ula said that the Malchokas of the mission regarding a woman who receives something of greater value than what she agreed to accept for Kedushin only pertains to a monetary advantage, of Obashevach Yuchsin, but where the mistake concerns an advantage in lineage, everyone agrees she's not married because she may say, a shoe which is too big for my foot, I don't need, meaning she may not want a husband of greater stature. An example of this would be a man who marries a woman on condition that he's a levi, and he's really a Kohen. So when the butcher realized that downplaying his yichus didn't work, when he was Makadish a woman on condition he was a levi, when in fact he was a Kohen, he decided to be Makadish on condition he was a tzaddik chacham gibor nasher, which reminds us, a bryce lists numerous terms that a man may say about himself in a condition to condition and defines him, such as saying to a woman that he's marrying her on condition, that he's a chacham gibor asher, or tzaddik. So, when the butcher realized that downplaying his yichus didn't work when he was Makadish a woman on condition he was a levi, when in fact he was a Kohen, he decided he was Makadish on condition he was at Tzadik Chacham Gibor and Asher, and showed her plans to move his butcher shop to the land where nine portions of wisdom descended in the city where nine portions of beauty fell, which reminds us. The Gemara lists 14 traits and notes that nine-tenths of each trait descended to a particular group or land. It begins, Asar Kabin Chachmi Olam, ten measures of wisdom descended to the world. Eretz Yisrael took nine of them, and the rest of the world took the remaining one. Ten measures of beauty descended to the world. Yerushalayim took nine of them, and the rest of the world took the remaining one. So once again, when the butcher realized that downplaying his yichus didn't work when he was Makadish a woman on condition, he was a levi. When in fact, he was a Kohen. He decided to be Makadish on condition he was a tzaddik chachim gibor and asher, and showed her plans to move his butcher shop to the land where nine portions of wisdom descended in the city where nine portions of beauty fell. Daf Nun, so the simmer Daf Nun is a non-stop flight. So here goes. The man who wants to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop aliyah flight, non-stop flight? That must be on Daf Nun. The man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop aliyah flight to Israel was cancelled, which reminds us the Gemara relates that a man sold his possessions with the intention of moving to Eretz Israel, but did not mention this at the time of sale. He was ultimately prevented from going and wanted to retract the sales. Rav said, "Habedvarim shebolev." His thoughts are intentions in his heart. Bedvarim shebolev, enim dvarim, and unexpressed intentions in the heart are not considered binding intentions. The Gemara seeks a source for this principle. So the man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop aliyah flight to Israel was cancelled, was told by the buyer that he had already given them away as bridal gifts, which reminds us, the third mission the Dove teaches, that if someone was Mekadosh for less than a pruta and afterwards sent bridal gifts to the woman, she's still not married, because he sent them based on the original ineffective marriage and did not intend them as new Kedushan money. When someone sends bridal gifts before having attempted Kedushan, Rabuna says, we are concerned that the bridal gifts were intended as Kedushan. So, the man who wanted to retract the sale of his possessions because his non-stop aliyah flight to Israel 
was canceled, was told by the buyer that he had already given them away as bridal gifts before attempting kedushin with two sisters at the same time, which reminds us, the next mission states, Mekadosh Ish Ubito, one is Mekadosh a woman and her daughter simultaneously, or Isha Valchosa Ka'achas, or a woman and her sister simultaneously, Inu Mekudashos, neither woman is married. This is based on Rabbah's principle, Koshe Inu whatever cannot take effect one after the other. Afil Babas Achas Eno, even when done simultaneously, it cannot take effect. Since marrying one woman makes subsequent Kedushin with the sister ineffective, so marrying both simultaneously does not affect any Kedushin. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which of the one that 10 coming of Chachma came to the world and Eretz Yisrael took 9 of them? That's on Duff. Memtas. Good. Number 2. Which of the one a man cannot retract the sale of his possessions when he's prevented from going to Eretz Yisrael because Devarim Shibalei Be'enam Devarim? That's on Duff. None. Good. Number 3. Which stuff do we learn that we hold like a bayah that Kedushin She'en Mesun Labia, such as marrying one of two sisters, is valid? That's on Duff. No, no. Good number four. Which step of a case where a woman hands a jeweler some gold and tells him to make her a ring and she'll become a Kudesh's to him? That's on Duff. Memchas. Good number five. Which step of the one that one can declare half a kernel of grain? Meiser. That's on Duff. No, no. Good number six. Which step they learn when we're concerned for Sivonos that someone sent bridal gifts as a form of Kedushan? That's on Duff. None. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have a case of combining multiple dates for Kedushin and where the woman eats them as she receives them? That's on Duff. Membav. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have when the woman is two sisters simultaneously? Neither Kedushin is effective since That's on Duff. None. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have is about Kedushin with the Shtar Chov? That's on Duff. Memzine. Good. Number 10. Which of the one, if one married off one of his two daughters, we assume that it's the minor daughter because a person will not abandon something from which he'll benefit from, nor he'll abandon a mitzvah. That's on Duff. Nenov. Excellent. That comes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ramkul Harvam Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.